listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. So the Oscars, yeah, it doesn't get any more diverse than who they named as best director last night for the movie Parasite. Yeah, because there was there was definitely some concern over the inclusiveness of the Academy in Hollywood this year. You had the hashtag Oscars so white thing yeah, going it, around it, again. It, it was a little less than uh, colorful, if you will, depending mm-hmm. on your choice on the color wheel. Well, listen, I don't think it gets any more diverse or inclusive than when you name the best director, and his name is Bong Jun Ho. You may stifle your laughter right now. Right? Stifle it because this is a serious director and that's a real name. Bong Jun Ho directed the movie Parasite. It's, I can't remember any other instance of a director winning an Oscar that not only had the word Bong in his name, yep. but also the word Ho yep. in his name. Bong Jun Ho sounds like something you did on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood in 1987. Bong? In that order. Jun. <laughs> Ho. Yep. That's exactly what you did. This is a major step forward for not only the Bong community, but the Ho community. Yes. And we're all very, we couldn't be prouder of the entire thing. I don't know if you had a chance, did you have a chance to hear Bong Joon-Ho's acceptance speech? I I did hear some of it. A little less than humble. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure you heard that. Yeah, a little cocky, I think. <laughs> a little cocky. Really, really a cocky son of a gun. Yeah, yep. yep. felt like, I mean, see, I, I felt an air of arrogance in that. And then he went on to say, Ah, 너무 감사합니다. 그리고 그 어렸을 때 제가 항상 가슴에 새겼던 말이 있었는데 영화 공부할 때. Yep, that was him saying that he thinks the XFL is going to fail yes, in less exactly. than two months. Right. I, I don't think that's a very generous thing to you say. You know, this, the, the worst part about it is when. Uh, uh, a heretofore unknown director, because let's face it, none of you had Bong Joon-ho on your on your little score sheet as to who was going to win the Academy Award no. for Best Director. But then this this come-from-nowhere person comes up and starts spouting about politics. Ah, 너무 감사합니다. 그리고 그 어렸을 때 제가 항상 가슴에 새겼던 말이 있었는데 영화 공부할 때. Look, look, just take your statue and be humble and walk away. Walk away from this thing. Do you remember when he said this? Ah, 너무 감사합니다. 그리고 that was him saying, I think the 49ers let their guard down when they went yep. up by 10. Yep. So he had a little sports in there also. And then there, was, then there was this especially, he closed with an especially poignant moment. And I think I speak for all of us when I, it made you think, just a little bit. It did. It was, uh, I actually saw the movie on Saturday. Uh, and not in anticipation of the show. Right. It is a crazy movie. Is it good? I, I would recommend it to somebody. You know, if you're you're a little adventurous in your movie going, um, it is a different kind of movie. It throws you a major curveball at the end. It's good stuff. Well, congratulations to Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> Not to be confused. Was it was it who's the guy that was Master Bong Su Hong? Was that the guy that was No, there? that was Ho Jun Bong. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. Jun Bohong? I, I don't know who that is either. So it's Mark and Neanderthal's story time, and Joseph from Apache Junction is gonna help us choose which story to tell. Good morning, Joseph. Morning. 
Hi, Joseph. You might want to turn your radio down just because uh, everything is in a delay. You, you won't be able to hear us in the real time. Uh, this is the portion of the show where we ask you to be the determiner of, uh, of content. Essentially, Mark and I have a lot of things that happen to us between Friday at 10 a.m. and Monday morning at 5 a.m. So we like to compare and contrast the stories, present them to you, Joseph, to pick one. My story consists of a potentially concerning facet of my relationship with my lady friend. And, Joseph, my story is about uh, going to the movies on Saturday and maybe witnessing a love story happening right in the theater, unfolding right before us. Joseph, which story do you think is more worthy of telling? Well, um, it sounds like there's some little drama in the first one. <laughs> so I'm kind of interested in the drama. All okay, right. well, Good. Uh, welcome to uh, welcome to my life. Uh, I have a lady friend who would never say that we are dating. Uh, however, we were out together um, recently at uh, Culinary Dropout, which is a nice little restaurant. It's not a restaurant. It's like a bar restaurant type place yeah, all over the valley. We're at the, one, we're at the yep. one on 7th Street. And uh, we're hanging out there. And I didn't realize this, but uh, I don't believe it was a random occurrence that we ended up at this particular location, especially when my lady friend pointed out to me that she really liked this band and then named several of the members by their first name. Hmm. And I said, well, not a famous band, right? Not a famous band. No, just a regular bar band. And I said, well, how do you know these guys? And she's like, oh, I, I know a lot of bands. And I went, oh, you're on the first name basis with a lot of bands here in town, are you? And she doesn't see she doesn't see this as an issue. She doesn't see the fact that she knows several bands here. Like, why would a guy who's technically not dating you, but still sitting across from you and paying for your meal... Be concerned that you are on a first-name basis with uh, multiple musicians throughout the town. Hmm. Is this concerning for me, yeah, Joseph? Should yeah. I be concerned by this? Um, A little bit, but not much. Okay. It's been in the past, so I would say it'd be okay, but if it's a current now, it wouldn't be. No, yeah, see, it's not okay because I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well... How many of these bands do you know, and why are you taking me, the guy who's paying for your meal, to an establishment where two of your friends are hmm. performing? Hmm. I would say, does she know the singer and the guitar player's names? That's not so abnormal. But if she's going deep into the band like the bassist and please, the drummer... Could you, could you please not use that phrase when referring to this? <laughs> the, guy, the guys who are always getting less press than the singers and guitar players. Yeah. Uh, you know... Might be a couple. I got you. Yep. All right. All right. You well, know what I'm, I'm saying, Joseph? Right? You. Yeah. yeah. You, you yep, guys. I do. <laughs> all right. I I may uh, I may need a shot. I'm not sure. All right. All right, Joseph. Thank you so Thanks, much, buddy. Thanks for your help there. Right, I guess I should be concerned. All right. Just just a smidge. All right. Fine. Well, I guess I'll have to. Uh, I'll make sure that this song is playing when we break up. I mean, uh, we're not we're not dating, but right, right, right. Yeah. Last night was the Oscars, where they award the best picture. And we started talking last week behind the scenes about our favorite movies. Okay. And what, what's your favorite movie of all time? Uh, it might be Midnight Run. It I might, love Midnight it, Run. It, it might be Midnight Run, and I don't know why, for whatever reason, it just might be that movie. Uh, it's a it's a, a weird yeah, it's a sort a of movie. cult classic sort of deal. Mine is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. All but right. we asked a bunch of people behind the scenes what their favorite movie was, and now we have Wayne on the phone. Right? Hi, Wayne. Are Good you morning, there? Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, what's going on, guys? 
All right, so Wayne. I'm here. All right. We're going to play for you down the phone line some of the choices that people made behind the scenes to us last week. And you have to tell us, as far as picking these movies as your favorite movie of all time, is it a good choice or a lame choice? Yeah, because this is what we do. I mean, anytime you're watching the Academy Awards and stuff like that, and you find out what won the movie of the year or whatever, who won the actor of the year, everybody goes, oh, that's lame. That's other. So we thought we would have Wayne, a real Mark and Paul listener, decide whether or not your choices that you gave us last week were actually good choices or lame choices for their best movie. Here we go, Wayne. You ready, Wayne? Here's the first guy. Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Um, the Exorcist. The Exorcist. The Exorcist. Wayne, lame or good? Good. Yeah. Good choice? Yeah. yeah. That is a hell of a flick. Excellent choice. Yeah. Yep. Still still scary to this day, and I, don't know, I know how it was made. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Right. Oh, yes. All right. Here's another one for you, Wayne. Here we go. My favorite movie of all time, I would have to say Dumbo, the new one. It's just cute. Dumbo. Dumbo, the new the one. recent version. Wayne, awesome or lame? Lame. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it, Dumbo, come on. The new one? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, see, lame. the, the, car, the cartoon, the cartoon, I can see being, cons- it's a classic. It's a yeah. Disney classic. Mm-hmm. But, but the new one? Yeah. All right, here you go, yeah. Wayne. Here's right, another one. one. Here's one more for you. This was a younger gentleman who called this in. Okay. I mean, I've always been right. a really big fan of the Fast and Furious movies. Probably the yeah, the very first Fast and Furious. I think it's probably one of my favorite movies. The very first Fast and, and Furious. Furious movie. Wayne, lame or good? Not the movie. Good. Not the movie, but the choice as a favorite movie of all time. Uh, I would. I would say it's good because it's got arrows on the plate, but it's lame. Okay. As it's far as a favorite movie of all time, you think that's a lame choice? Yeah, for the favorite movie of all time, yeah, I would right. say I would say terrible choice. Yeah, yeah. But that's just yeah. me. I, I don't know for sure, but, you know. I, I don't think that's a great choice for favorite movie of all time. Those no. are fun movies. No. But, yeah. yeah. I, liked, yeah. So, I, I liked them when they were called the Cannonball Run movies. <laughs> so, that's Wayne. I, that's I liked them, yeah. There, what there is, you go. That's, what is your favorite a, movie, Wayne? I'm mine's the shootest. John Wayne? John Wayne. Nice. His last movie, The Shootest. Now, Wayne, in 10 seconds, tell us why that's a good choice for being somebody's favorite movie of all time. Romantic, historic, legend, uh, filmmaking all the way around. What more do you need? Right. The Shootest. Nice. All right. I love that's all you need. In a world where a man <laughs> needs to shoot people. <laughs> In a world where Wayne just throws out adjectives, yeah. we have the shootest. Wayne, we appreciate we appreciate you checking in with us. Hang with us, buddy, okay? There There's Wayne. That's Wayne, and uh, I kind of agree with the way he assessed those choices as favorite movies of all time. But then again, somebody, somebody might feel my choice of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is a lame choice for favorite movie of all time. And mine is, is a weak choice overall because it's a great it, movie, it's though. It's a great movie, but most people would be like, why that one? Yeah, yeah, no, understood. Yeah, there's yeah. just something about it start to finish that I really like. Yeah. Charles Grodin and Robert De Niro. It's a great one. Yeah, and a young Joe Pantaleone. All right, so now you think to yourself, well, how can Monday suck any worse? 
Not for you, but for somebody else. That somebody is the Mark and Interpol dumbass of the day. Yeah, now, this is cool because it's local. If you were in the area of Scottsdale and Camelback Roads on February 2nd, around 1145 at night, you may have noticed some commotion going on there. Okay, then. Scottsdale firefighters have been called out to deal with some sort of situation, and police were also on hand to help out. All righty, then. So what police did is, and you see this every now and again, they set up their SUV cruiser right in the middle of the road to block traffic from coming through. Mm -hmm. So as to, you know, let the firefighters do what they needed to do. And the officers also got out of their car and helped out. And at a certain point, Michael Engberg felt it was no longer necessary. Engberg, get in here! For the SUV to be blocking traffic. So Michael Engberg got into the SUV and drove it a few hundred feet down the street and parked it in a parking lot. The police SUV? Yes. Okay, Michael. And that's a problem because Michael Engberg is not a police officer. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's just a 31-year-old guy visiting Arizona from Washington State. Okay, then. Who didn't think the police SUV should be blocking traffic, so he moved it to free the traffic flow up a little bit. He made a citizen's arrest is what he did he there. He arrested, did. he arrested that truck. The officers followed Michael on foot. He was driving slowly, at least. They uh, they followed him down the street to the parking lot and arrested him without incident. Now, Michael's blood alcohol content was .159. Ooh, that's almost twice. Twi- yeah, literally twice the legal limit. Yeah, it's right there. And that's job, pre- Michael. That's pretty high, although really not high enough to do something this stupid. I mean... If you're going to drive drunk, don't do it in front of police. Right. And certainly not in their vehicle. Right. That's but that, Both of those are recipes for disaster. I would think so. Yeah. Uh, so, Michael Engberg, no choice here. You're an obvious one. You are the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. And you can see this, by the way, on the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page, which is sponsored by... The Dumbasses is sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson. They're now open at 159th Avenue and McDowell Road in Goodyear. I feel kind of honored. I think I had a, a, a huge part in Parasite winning the best movie of the year last night at the Oscars. Why do you say that? Because we went to see it on Saturday. Oh, so you think you, you, you got We the, put it over the edge. It got the Mark Divine bump. <laughs> It was weird, uh, just a coincidence that we went to see that and that it, that it won. But I'll tell you what, the weirdest thing happened before the movie started. Which was what? Okay, so we go online Saturday morning because we're going to go to a Saturday afternoon movie. Right. I buy seats E7 and E8. Bingo. Uh, last row on the end of the row. So we get to the movie theater. We're walking up the stairs. And what do I see in seat E8? Is some woman camped out there. And I mean camped out. She had the tub of popcorn, some nachos, her own water jug. I mean, she's she's made herself comfortable. Right. And I'm like, I, I got to get this. You know, I got to tell this woman to leave the seat because it's my seat. So I get up there and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry, but you're in my seat. And she goes, no, no, this is E1. I said, no, E1 is on the other end. This is E8. And I showed her where it says that. And she goes, oh, okay. But there's a guy in E1. I said, 
All right. That's your problem. I said that, not mine. Yeah, yeah, that's I, a you problem. No, I was, I was nice, and she, and she was nice, too, but she was like, all right, well, they sold me E1, and there's somebody else in. I said, you know, you might want to just go speak to a manager. And instead of that, she gets up, and she just yells down the aisle. She goes, hey, mister, I have E1. Are you sure you... And he, before she even finished, he's like, I bought E1 through 5. This is my seat. You're wrong. And he was actually kind of a jerk about it, but... So she's like, well, where am I supposed to go? And, and I'm saying, again, I think you should talk to a manager. And then the guy who's in front of me in seat D8 turns around and says, ma'am, you can sit here. There's nobody next to me. She goes, oh, that's great. So she goes down, sits next to him. And my wife whispers in my ear and she goes, just wait. They're going to fall in love. <laughs> so I start laughing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And anyway, she gets bumped out of that seat also when more people come in. Right. And, and she makes a big thing about it. She gets bumped out of the next seat she's in also. She finally winds up sitting somewhere and enjoying the movie. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. wait that didn't work out the who this E1 situation? There, there, no. She never bothered to do that, which I that would have been the first thing I did. But Right. Okay. She never bothered to do that. But um, the movie plays. Good movie. Really good movie, Parasite. Now, was it all subtitled? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but you, you know you're really getting into the whole foreign movie thing recently. <laughs> between that and Train to Busan, it, I know it was really good movies. What's so up, culture boy? It plays, and we're walking out of the movie theater. My wife says, "I got to go to the bathroom," and so I'm sitting on the bench outside the bathroom. And who do I see coming along? The guy who offered the seat, mm-hmm. and the woman who couldn't find a seat the whole time. Well, she obviously needs some place to sleep that night. <laughs> right. yeah, maybe, maybe she just bounces from place to place. They're maybe, walking yeah. along. They're talking like old friends. Wow. And she goes, she goes, I have to go into the bathroom. Would you wait for me? Wow. And he goes, sure. And she goes, like, great. And she goes into the bathroom. She just comes out a second later. And she goes, oh, the line is too long. Let's just go. And they walked away. Wait, wait, wait. Two people alone at the movies on a Saturday night? Yeah. And all of a sudden? Saturday afternoon. In a world where fate brought two unknown souls together. Mm-hmm. Wow, good for you. I, hey, who knows? All right. You know? You never know. My, my wife was correct. Maybe they did fall in love. It was kind of a cool story. A love connection will be made. <laughs> And Mark will never hear the end of it. No. And his wife. And you know what? I, I would highly recommend the movie. It is a why I never seen another movie like it. I'll just say that. It is a bizarre it's, movie, but that's, it's, that's it's, interesting got, it's got everything in it. That's interesting because Hollywood is not really known for being original recently. Well, this came from South Korea, this movie, which is again one of the reasons why it's so unusual that Bong Jun Ho <laughs> was your 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 director of the year also. All right, so, and the movie is called Parasite, right? Parasite, highly recommended. Good stuff. Um, we have another gentleman an in, with an international flair who wants uh. to become part of the world famous Mark and Neanderthal. Now, what this is, is for those that don't know, I mean, obviously the valley is such a melting pot of transients and people that have moved in here from other places in America. We have found that we have international listenership on this radio program, and now we've decided to capitalize on yes. that at your expense and make you part of the world-famous Mark and Neanderthal. It's yeah. not about us. It's about you. You're the world-famous part of it. This guy runs a restaurant here in town. Now, what is it Arno? Okay, my, my name is Arno. I am from Paris, France, and not Paris, Texas. And uh, my <laughs> restaurant is on Aden Road in Scottsdale. So you went from Paris, France to Paris, Texas? No, no, but sometimes, you know, 
people are confused, but uh, with my accent, okay, for sure I am from France. Yeah, it's definitely a Texas-sounding <laughs> accent. That's definitely where I would have nailed you from. Yeah, I, I, I'm doing my best, you know. No, yeah. actually, you got a you've got a great accent. So, I in case people missed it, you've got a restaurant on Hayden Road called Cafe Paris. Exactly. Okay. Yes, but he says Paris because he's from France. Yeah. Now, Arno, when you tell people from fr that you're from France, what's the first thing they usually ask you? No, they say, why do you move? Why did you move? I say, because of the sun. It's too rainy in Paris, yeah. Yeah, well, and again, they're probably thrown off by that Texas accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're right. Arno, we, we appreciate you joining into the world-famous Mark and Neanderthal, and, uh, and you have a fantastic morning. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. Café Paris. Paris. In Scottsdale on Hayden Road. Well, good for him. By that's, the way, anybody... That's a great accent, by the way. Anybody that, that thinks that Arno's accent is anything reminiscent of Paris, Texas, should be immediately deported. <laughs> they should have their citizenship revoked. Oui, oui. <laughs> Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 